You know what was interesting about her in her position to have tens of thousands of people that she really mentored from afar, right? Yet she had the ability to know who you were, your children's names. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business. For this episode, your host is Drew Horner, Director of Impact and Innovation. Well, May 12th is a pretty important day to us here at Premier Designs, and specifically uh, my family. Uh, It is my grandmother's birthday, uh, Joan Horner, co-founder of Premier Designs. And one way we wanted to honor her was by bringing together two of our favorite people who have known Joan Horner for a long time and have been influenced by her uh, her relationship with them and the leadership that she's had on them. Uh, we have here Gayla Unger, who's been with Premier Designs for 24 years, executive director, spent plenty of time with our queen mother. And then we have my very own Pegs, my mother herself, talking about the impact that Grammy has had on her life. So this is going to be an incredible episode, even for me just to sit here and listen with these two ladies that I've known for a long time, probably my entire life almost, uh, it seems like, and the impact that they've had on me um, be translated from uh, my my grandmother uh, and the legacy in Premier Design. So Gayla, welcome. Really appreciate you coming over. Oh my gosh. What an honor, Drew. Thank you for calling and including me in this very special occasion. And I'm just sitting here having coffee with Peggy in her home. So fun. And just reminiscing about Joan and her life and her legacy, what she meant to, to me, she had, you know, Joan was responsible, I'd say, for multiple defining moments in my life and in my career, and just the impact that she's had, not just on me and my family, my even my children, but, you know, the thousands and thousands of women who are in our company. I still think every time I got to Haven, and I just, you know, look to the left and look to the right and there's a picture of Andy and there's a picture of Joan and um, so anyway this is going to be fun just to sit here and I know you've got some amazing stories and we just kind of giggle when we talk about them. (laughs) We do I do when Drew called me on Friday and asked us to do this this week um, on Saturday night, we went to the Saturday night service, Tim and I did, and it's um, they're studying Hebrews. I just kind of want to start off with just this scripture because it is Absolutely. so Joan. I marked it Joan. I was even uh, nudging on Tim going, this is your mom. Uh. And it's um, Hebrews 7, and it says, remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. That just gives me chills. That is so Joan. That is so Joan. She was such a huge part, influence of my life. I mean, she was first my boss, (laughs) then my mentor. What about that? Tell that story about when you went into her office. Oh, well, for the funny story. The first year that when they hired me, um, and she was my boss, and I uh, wasn't married to Tim yet. I was so nervous my first year to be in the home office. And um, I had heard through the grapevine that Joan was an incredible writer. And um, she even could um, find all the mistakes in the newspaper. I mean, she would proof everything and find them. And I, 
I was in my little my little office and I had my doing my thing and I started thinking about that. I went, oh no, I didn't tell her. I got to go back to her office and, and I got to tell her something that was really on my heart. It was kind of making me upset. I said, I think she might have not known this about me and she might want to fire me because I don't know how to write. So I went back there with her assistant, Renee, and I said, I got to talk to Joan right now. This is something really on my heart. She goes, well, I think she's in there. Go ahead. So I went in there and I said, Joan, I don't think you know this about me, but I can't write. I like I'm the queen of run-on sentences. <laughs> and she looked at me, and she started giggling. And ladies, I know you remember how she giggled. Her little shoulders would oh, just she go would up get and down. So tickled, so cute, so tickled, and she couldn't stop. And as she goes, Peggy, Peggy, and she's just giggling and giggling. And she said, "I'm married, to Andy, who can't write." Okay, <laughs> she said, "I'm okay with that." And I went, "Oh, I'm so happy." So I ran back. I was just. Very content then after that. You know, but, th- okay, so that just reminds me of, you know, when, when I think Joan Horner, I think, you know, I always wanted to be the best oh, I could be. absolutely. Like, I always wanted to be, look my best, behave my best. Absolutely. Be the best. You stand up a little you straighter a around Joan. Yes. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I just always think back on before we would be getting ready for a national rally and you know what you would wear to rally was like you know important right so you'd start laying out your clothing and I'd get on the phone with like Shauna Clark and Kathy Allen and we'd be talking about okay well what are we wearing to the prayer breakfast because that's the first time that we see Joan Horner and we wanted to make sure we looked our best felt our best and of course, we never wore black, so we oh, always no. kind of always color. Always she color. color. If, you ha- if you had a black outfit for rally, you're going to save that for Friday or Saturday. Yeah, that's right. That's Absolutely. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, just tell them. Um, just share what you thought of your thoughts about gems from Joan. You know, I loved gems oh, from Joan. It powerful. was it was the highlight of rally. You yeah. know, or any rally or any. First of all, I'm so grateful that she wrote a book. And that all of those messages are written in that book. Um, Just such a timeless memoir, really, of her wisdom. And um, but you know, I I remember so many of the gems from Joan. It was golden nuggets, golden nuggets of wisdom, thought provoking. Convicting yes. at times, yes. like she would say something, I'd go, "Oh, Gayla, uh-huh. you you did that, or right. you've done that, or you've said that, and you need to not do that." Right? And it was kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. what would Joan do instead of what would Jesus do? Like you would kind of filter <laughs> things through that, you know. But she always, I think, the thing about her too was she was, and this has trickled over into the leadership in the field, and really part of her legacy is there was no room in her playbook for gossip. No. There was no room in her playbook for self-limiting beliefs. I mean, you think about her at her age starting this company. I know. Wow. You know, so no room for that. And there was no room for um, gossip or, or being critical of other people. And, you know, I, I think that's one of the things, truthfully, that has led to the culture that we have in the field is we just, that's how we want to be. We want to be known for being, um, not being that way, not being gossipy, not right, being critical right. of other people, exactly. n- not allowing our, our jewelers or even ourselves to have self-limiting beliefs. I mean, because that's who she was. And of course, keeping it personal, oh, you know, all the handwritten notes oh that, gosh. 
she would send out to the field. I've kept every one of them. Same. I know everybody else have kept them, and they have framed them. Oh, yes. Um, it's just, and her handwriting was beautiful. beautiful. I, she's kind of grew up in the era where penmanship was so pretty, and uh -huh. I think they're bringing that back, Gayla. I hope because, so. I yes, may need a lesson. They are. I've heard that lately, that they're bringing penmanship back in Joan. We'd smile about that, because she, she had beautiful handwriting, and it meant so much to hear her encouraging words. You know what um, was interesting about her, in her position to have, you know, tens of thousands of people that she really mentored mm -hmm. from afar, right? Oh. Yet she had the ability to know who you were, your children's names, um, personal things, yes. very, very personal things. One of the stories I, I was just thinking about um, that just really was kind of a uh, kind of a game changer for me was after Keith and I had moved to California and we had really moved out there with Joan and Andy's a lot of prayer and a lot of direction from them as a couple. They really mentored us through that move. And I remember I'd, I was out there and it was, it was just uh, probably the very first or second weekend in January. So just a couple months, I was coming off my first regional rally and I was out in the garage doing something and I turned and looked up the driveway was a man carrying two dozen yellow roses. Aww. And the note, I still have it to this day. And um, Joan wrote the most beautiful note to me. And she said, Esther 414, you are their Esther for such a time as this. Oh, I love that. And it was like my heart is just beating just thinking about reliving that moment mm -hmm. you know and how much it meant to me that she knew how i was feeling at the time what i was going through with a move my children everything mm -hmm. yet she still took the time to do that and she'd call and she'd say how are those palm trees in california oh. gala you know i remember having multiple conversations with her She's and amazing she just was always so concerned about your you, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I remember when we were, um, we had one of our family reunions after I married Tim out at Haven of Hope. And we all were in the living room area and we're all gathered around. And she wanted everyone to go around the circle and tell them a little bit about themselves and what was going on in their life at the time. And I was kind of like, okay, it's going to get to me my turn. <laughs> and I'm really nervous. And she knew that I was nervous about that. Uh -huh. And so it came to me and she just kind of, comforted me and helped me and I kind of took over and told me about this is Peggy and I want to tell you a little bit about Peggy and it was the sweetest mm. thing for her to do at the oh. time at, you know like that she was always so thoughtful and cared about so just you really know everybody set, set your mind at ease yes it did it did allowed you to kind of exhale and enjoy the moment right so I remember that that was made me feel good I went oh you know, and she was she she told up the whole family that she matched make this whole thing with Tim and I. I was like, Joe, of course, we knew that so we knew sweet. that the field knew that the whole time, right? Like <laughs> yes. we just saw the whole thing unfold. <laughs> so it was it was I'll never forget forget that that time. You know, we had so many trips, right? We've mm. gone on. We had so many trips with Joan and Andy, and um, I remember 
the very first time, I think it was probably my fifth or sixth year in premiere and I, Keith and I had promoted to five diamond and we were at the beach club at Disney and there was a note in my registration packet that Keith and I were to go up to Joan and Andy's room after dinner. Ooh. And I just remember thinking, I don't have the right outfit. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to wear? Right. What am I going to say? Oh my gosh. And that was my first, that was Keith and I's really our first time that we were just one-on-one with Joan wow. and Andy. And just, I mean, I just remember that like it was yesterday, mm-hmm. just how they, they prayed with us. They wanted to know all about our children, all about Keith's job, all about everything. Mm-hmm. They just, that's, you know what? That's who she was. She was a leader who listened. Yes, she was. I mean, she was. She listened and she didn't forget. Right. And would people not stand in line for hours to get a photo with her? Oh, absolutely. For sure. Yes. I remember when we would do these things in the field where if you held a certain amount of shows, you got a picture with Joan. I mean, we would kill ourselves to get a picture with Joan. I still have my pictures with Joan. Oh, absolutely. Everybody. Yeah. I hear stories and stories from the field, and they still have it framed. It's up yes. on their wall. It's still just, framed. Still you know, think on the about wall. all the dinners she had at our house. Oh my! You goodness. know, and the way she loved to entertain, and she's kind of. She also made me more comfortable about entertaining. Right. That I was always kind of a little bit more nervous about doing, and um, I've kind of Andy and Joan are still giving me their, you know, some china. Oh yes. And she started my own china collection together. In fact, when Drew um, just got married, um, I gave Kristen, his new wife, a bridal luncheon. Um, and it was just so fun to get out those dishes. And I would tell the young girls who had never heard of, and for those that don't know it, every, it's just a single place setting of China and how Joan would stack all the dinner plates up and then already have all the other pieces set on the table. And so as you pick up your plate, you have to go find your match because she wanted, when she entertained in her home, she wanted all the jewelers to really get to know each other. Right. Where we all have a tendency to sit by our friends. Sit by people we know. Yeah. Right. So that's how she mixed everybody up. I shared that story at Kristen's bridal shower, and they thought it was the coolest thing. They loved it. Loved they had never that. heard of anything like yes. that. So there's just so many things that I have taken and I'm trying and, and putting in my, you know, sharing it with others. And it's becoming part of your part legacy. Part of my, yes. Your, your legacy. And I, now. oh. I could, there's not a day, you know, I'm, I'm sharing with the, with the selection committee. I read Joan's devotional every morning before we start. I mean, she is just. It's the wisdom. It's wisdom. I mean, it was just godly yes. wisdom from oh. an incredible mentor. Oh. She you know, somebody who had lived an incredible life of service, teaching mm-hmm. us to do the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember she would always say, Gayla, book your Haven retreat at Christmas so you can come to the house and it'll be decorated. Oh, she loved Christmas. So, I mean, yes. I was always the one doing the Haven retreat the first weekend in December. Like, who does that, right? <laughs> but I just, you know, I did it because I wanted to be able to go over what? to Joan and Andy's and see. And then, you know, I mean, you just think about it. You walked into their home and it was all decorated. Oh, and the green bean bundles. Can we talk about the green bean <laughs> yes. bundles? Yes. Those are life-changing. Oh, I I still make them every um, Christmas. No, Easter. 
Yes. One of those. I, I just love it. I love those green bean bundles. It's the best recipe ever. Best recipe ever. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I've gotten all that. Remember her cookbook her. Yeah, she put gonna, out? Yeah. I, I use that cookbook yep. all the time. There's several mm-hmm. recipes. Yeah. In fact, I've got to give Kristen one of those cookbooks. Yeah, she needs, you need to give Kristen one Because she wanted some recipes. I'm going to do that, yeah. Drew. I'm going to do that. That was. But anyway. She always had that house just decorated to oh, the nines, though. And, right. I got, one time I got to actually go. She had this lady that helped her decorate, and I got to be that, that lady's assistant. Oh, I learned so much stuff. Oh, yes. You know, just how to do it. The organization behind it. Right. Oh, it was so pretty. So pretty. You know, speaking of green bean bundles, I... Not that this really has anything to do with that, but it kind of does. It's wrapped in bacon, y'all. You know, I mean, it's oh, these green and beans it's got, wrapped like, brown in bacon. sugar, and oh. so, which turns into a syrup when it you is, put it in the oven. It is Hello. so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's like candy. Yeah. But you're getting your veggies. <laughs> so this is a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the other thing I, I always remember, okay, I remember being at this French restaurant with her on a cruise oh, ship. Oh, yeah. And I remember sitting next to her, and um, they served this those dessert. Oyst- those oysters? Oh, the oysters, oh, yeah. Sheila had to have I the oysters not, yeah. in the French. In those little things. Yes. Those little... In yes. the French restaurant. Yes. And, she, and if anyone hadn't tried them, she, she wanted, wanted you to try them. them. Which was my point. <laughs> you think about Joan Horner, this bigger than life really persona really not that that's what she wanted to be known as but that's how we saw her right Mm -hmm. and on stage you know and just you know full of this godly wisdom and then you sit down to eat with her and she like wants you to take your fork and eat part of her dessert (laughs) and I just remember the first time she's like try this Gala and I'm thinking like with my fork yeah (laughs) Yeah. should I get a new one first or you know but she just had a way of I don't know. Boy, what a gift. Oh, I remember it. A Haven of Hope. i got to share this story. Okay. It, I was on the selection committee, and back then, um, we would always do it at Haven. And so we would spend the night, and that next morning, we all gathered down, and um, I just picked up my coffee cup, and I was drinking my coffee, and she goes, Peggy? And I go, yes, ma'am. She goes, do you know you, you raise your, your pinky up when you drink from a coffee cup? I go, I didn't know I did that. Um, hmm. I'm, in my mind, I'm going, is that good? Is that bad? All I know is I want it to be good because I wanted her to love that. And I went, oh, I didn't know. And I still didn't figure out if she liked that or she didn't like that. She said, it's a it very out. English thing, Peggy. I went, oh, okay. okay. So anyway, I just, you just wanted to be the best. Um, oh, did a, the very first selection committee, one of our co-selection uh, committees, members got sick so that poor first night um she was not able to stay up and you know us girls like to talk and stay up at night so the next night terry was feeling better oh. we were decided to chit chat well the next morning i got scolded a little bit by miss miss horner she goes who was up last night late talking to all hours of the night and i had it raise my hand she goes piggy you know better than that i went yes ma'am i won't do it again <laughs> So you just wanted to be your best. You wanted to be your best. I have a tendency to kind of be loud. My voice is loud. Really? I know. You're shocked. <laughs> I laugh a lot. I think, you know. And I just remember, like, I would always be <laughs> so, like, cautious of that. Because she. I don't think she really liked loud people. Like, 
Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, she loved you, well, adored you. I loved and adored her too, but that's because I wasn't super loud around her, you know, because I just, she just, I don't know, like I said, you just always were on your best behavior. I mean, you just always were. And not in a bad way, not in a bad way, in a way that you wanted to oh, yeah. really rise to the occasion of truly being the best version of yourself. And mm-hmm. I know that that. Um, can sound cliche, but it really is the truth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just sitting here talking about her today mm. with her birthday coming up, May 12th. Yeah. I think of the just, Hawaii trip. Do you remember the Hawaii oh, trip? You know, I, that trip it was in October. Was amazing. What a blessing that yeah, trip was. It was prior to where she passed away. Two months later. Yeah, two months later. But that's the trip on the way home that she asked me to do a Bible study uh-huh. um, and at her home, one-on-one. Wow. Yeah. And we were still in Genesis, but that's all that we got through. But mm. those were the sweetest moments that I could just cry Yeah, that I will never, ever forget. Right. She had just impacted my life, grew my faith. Mm-hmm. The Lord planted her in my life for... He had a plan, mm-hmm. and um, it's. I love her so much, and I miss her so much. In fact, I wear Joan's bracelet every single day. You do every day. Never you wear take that. it off. This was given to me by Andy, and um, in fact, Andy just gave me one of uh, Mary Crowley's book that was Joan's mentor was Mary Crowley, mm-hmm. and he just recently gave me her devotional jo- mm-hmm. uh, gala. It is fabulous. And I see his notes in it, and I see Joan's notes in it. Mm-hmm. It's precious to me. Yeah. Just love it. Wow. But I'm getting emotional, y'all. I am. Well, <laughs> trust me, I understand. Yeah. I, re- I just tear up a little bit. Oh, every we time. talked. When we were talking this oh, weekend, you cried. I, we were talking about this, and I just I started <laughs> yeah. crying. I'm like, why am I so emotional? And then I our just, friendship. I oh, mean, oh, I know. It's, it's just, yeah. Wow. Premier has been such a blessing. It's just been such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. We could, yeah. <laughs> we could go on and on. <laughs> we could go on and on, but I'll say this: you know, her, her legacy, her heart for the Lord, her heart for people, um, lives on in the leadership and field of Premier Designs, and that's what she would want. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot walk in the home office, you cannot walk into Haven without feeling her presence. Mm-hmm. And truly, truly, God used her to impact lives for eternity. Right. People, people came to know Christ through her, mm-hmm. her um, wisdom and her mentorship. And, um, you know, you think about all the ministries that were able to blossom and grow because of her and Andy's vision and their hard work. And just I, when I think about her, I just think, let that be a lesson to me. Mm-hmm. No matter our age. That's right. That our vision right. continues to stay strong for the Lord. Exactly. And for what it is that he has for us. So. That's right. right. We yeah. love you, Joan. I love I know. you, Joan. Yeah. Happy birthday. Someday we'll see her again. What's Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Okay, I just got goosebumps. I know. Me too. Oh, it's, my gosh. That day then we, when we're reunited with her. Exactly. So, you know, that's going to be fun. I hope there's shopping in heaven because she was a lot <laughs> oh, of fun to shop Oh, she loved with. shop. Oh, she loved wow. to shop. She yeah. did. I, I think there is. I really do. I'm counting She's on up it. there. Her and Mary Crowley. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> oh, this was so fun, This Gayla. was great. I'm so glad that I'm Drew so, asked us to do this. I did too. And, and, um, what a fun Hopefully this morning. gives the field just a little bit of a reminder. Yes. Or for those who didn't know her, um, just a little bit more insight to the fun, loving, yeah. godly woman that she was who loved her family fiercely oh, oh. fiercely committed to her yes. family and her grandchildren oh, yeah. and it was she just what a testimony and what a world model thanks for joining us today for more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business subscribe to the chic space podcast 